0: Hi, and welcome to episode 122, Betsy. Mm. It's like a lot <laughs> of the Dinner Sisters podcast. where are two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in beautiful Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal.
1: And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I still love dinner time, Kate, and I still need help with planning and cooking for my family of five.
0: Our goal of this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And here's how it works. Every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, anywhere I can find a recipe on the World Wide Web. We always have our recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, and a shopping list on our website at dinnersisters.com. You can also get them sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter. So if you're the type of person who likes to preview, and sometimes I put a few extra recipes in there as well.
1: Okay, Kate, let's jump in. This week's recipes were Ultimate Italian Salad Platter from Foodie Crush, a platter of cold noodles and vegetables by Korean Bob Sang, and Bibb Lettuce Chicken and Cherry Salad with Creamy horseradish Dressing by Anna Stockwell on Epicurious.
0: That's a... I'm constantly checking my weather app. And the other day, it reminded me that July is the hottest month of the year for a lot of the U.S. I don't know why it tells me these facts, but it just does. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, that's, that's true, right? It's warming up. And sometimes for me, that means I don't even want to grill out. Like the mm-hmm. idea of standing next to a grill is like too much. Yeah. It's like am right? <laughs> You're like, yeah. I'm hot. But, and then the veggies look this good this time of year. You really don't have to cook if you don't want to. And so, in comes for me, a big platter of like dinner salad, right? And we have three recipes this week that are gorgeous, big spreads of veggies and other goodies. I like this because it is sort of this
1: assembling-ish things more than it is really cooking. And this time of year, especially, sometimes it's nice to just open your refrigerator. And pull things out.
0: Right. So first up, we have ultimate Italian salad platter from Foodie Crush, and this one appealed to me. So I live in Providence, Rhode Island, which means a lot of Italian food, a lot of Italians, and I have had plenty of this antipasti plate. Which, if you're not from around Rhode Island or other similar places, it's like just a big spread of meats and cheeses, pickled peppers, all these sorts of deliciousness and usually set out before the meal starts, which if you're a rookie, you dig into the anti-pasta platter and then you have to eat a huge eggplant parmesan. Mm. So You got to go, go light. You got to go light. Yeah. I made yeah. this mistake before, but it's delicious and it's hard to like dial it back. So I was like, oh, what a great idea. You just turn this into a salad and then there you go. It's dinner. So to make this, you assemble some romaine lettuce, cherry tomatoes, some cucumbers, other vegetables that you like on a platter with all these sorts of like things that come from an Italian deli or that you could even make yourself. So think marinated chickpeas, marinated mushrooms, roasted red peppers, artichoke hearts, salami, prosciutto, olives, and Parmesan crisps, those um, crackers that are made of kind of Parmesan. And you just serve it with a light dressing made with olive oil, uh, White balsamic vinegar, salt, pepper, and tarragon. Everyone just makes their favorite salad at the table. You can rely on the deli for as much of this or a little as this as you want, which I thought was also fantastic and really fun. We did
1: as well. I mean, this was barely cooking. You're really just pulling stuff out of containers or from the deli. I think Aldi's actually has a, f- a pretty decent cheeses oh. and pickles. Yes stuff because they have that sort of German bent to some of their things. So you can get, and a lot of their like all these specials are things that could fit into this Italian plate. So I feel like you could do this, make it as expensive or as budget friendly as you want Mm -hmm. also, which I liked. Uh, I also think I don't have a lot of um, canned and pickled things that I've, I've done in my pantry, but I know some people love to Mm. do this and then you're thinking well what am I going to do with these pickled mushrooms I don't what am I going to do with this (laughs) you know all these kind of creative cool things I made I thought this would be another recipe also if you wanted to look at it ahead of time and think oh I want to make some of these things on here so that I have them and I can make this as one of my staple no cook meals I thought this was a great thing you could kind of like reverse engineer into some sort of seasonal abundance planning, if that makes sense, because I thought that could just be a nice way to think about making sure you're canning and preserving what you'd like and then eating it later. And this could be a good guide for that.
0: Oh yeah. And I think too, like it was, um, you can go as many different ingredients as you like, which I kind of did. I was like, this will be a fun treat meal for us. Or you could just narrow it down to just a few more quote unquote expensive and rely more on the vegetables to kind of round it out. Also, depending upon how much literal fat and salt you'd like to eat. adjust accordingly um i just had fun with it i even bought some um they call it in providence in rhode island they call it gabagool which is actually like mortadella which is like italian bologna and they have Mm -hmm. some fantastic stuff up here and so i just got some of that i like i went all out and that was really fun um but i think in the future i might not you know go as go as hard on the (laughs) platter salad, but we loved it. And, And this is something James and I love when we go out to eat and we're not going out to eat right now. And so, um, we're getting takeaways and things like that, but this is like a going out to eat kind of like over drinks kind of thing. And so this was that, but a salad and I think this would also be super fun to make for company as like a as a fun thing for company if when we're having people over at our houses again so yeah I thought this was fun and four to five for the idea and also the flexibility
1: yeah I'm I'm going with the same thing it was I I liked how it was flexible it wasn't anything mind-blowing and yet I still hadn't really thought to do this before and hadn't Mm -hmm. done it on my own so right good that we 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 Gave it a try, gave it a shot. Okay, so the next recipe here for our platter episode is a platter of cold noodles and vegetables from Korean Bob Sang.
0: Yeah, I saw this and I was like, platter of cold noodles and vegetables? Yes, this does sound delicious for when it's 90 degrees out and 100% humidity. No, mm-hmm. it's a sweltering hot day. So to make this recipe, you slice up and platter vegetables like a cucumber, perilla leaves. Um, red pepper, carrots, romaine lettuce, and sprouts. And you just put that all out on a platter, and then you make a dressing with gochugaru or the Korean pepper flakes, soy sauce, sugar, sesame seed oil, sesame seeds, and a little bit of vinegar. And then, well, that's after that's all stirred up, you boil some soba noodles really quickly. It takes like four to five minutes. Rinse them in cold, cold water, and that's it. You can toss it all together. The author says, you know, you can do that. Or you can just set it out and have people go at it, which is what I did. And I really liked kind of just assembling according to my mood. So it's essentially, it's the title is self-explanatory. It is literally cold noodles, veggies, and some delicious dressing. Um, Betsy, what did you think? So I've really enjoyed all the Korean food we've made from this Mm. website, Korean Bob Sang. So
1: we've made a couple of things, which is never things, been great so this was no different we really enjoy these I kind of did the same thing I ended up making the vegetables kind of chopping everything up um earlier in the day mm-hmm. and then made the dinner the noodles which I think you could make earlier too I don't know I made them kind of right before that was yeah, the last I like did that. yeah Yeah. And so I just served it with a bowl of cold noodles at the table and the vegetables sort of on a platter all spread out. And then the dressing in its own little small dish with a serving spoon in it. So everyone just did like some noodles, whatever veg they wanted, tossed it with the um, kind of the dressing, the oil and we really liked it. I mean, it's definitely light. There's no, you could add if you wanted to like some tofu or some, yeah something like that. If you think it, you might need a little extra um, heartiness to this because it did feel sort of like a light, cool, veggie, heavy mm-hmm. dinner, which is nice
0: sometimes though. Yeah. I was eating this for lunches. And so I um just kept, we keep hard boiled eggs in the fridge. And so that mm-hmm. is part of this. And I think I didn't talk about that in the directions you do. You can slice up some hard boiled eggs with this. And oh, that's
1: so, right. I did not do that. I forgot yeah. about it. I saw them on your picture and then I was like, oh, I should have done that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so that was like a nice I think this is definitely that kind of meal when you're like, oh, I'm too hot to eat. You know, yes. Um, yeah. And the egg is kind of like light, you know, a little protein, but still easy to digest. You know, I loved the dressing, Betsy. That was mm-hmm. really good. Um, I think if you are going to make this for kids, you might want to make like half the dressing for kids and not as much of the hot. But definitely that sweet hot balance for adults was super good. I really liked it. Um, and actually, you know what? I made the soba noodles, and um, for the picture, I wanted this big pile of noodles. And so normally I wouldn't have made that all just for myself, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. I kind of just lightly dropped a few drops of vegetable oil, like very little. And kind of tossed the, the noodles with it. And they, I mean, were they as good as the day I made them? Of course not. But they lasted a couple days. And it allowed me to have some, like, delicious lunch salads. Um, and I just actually finished it up the other day. So um, it lasted a pretty long while in the fridge. The noodles themselves and the dressing. The veggies, I had to kind of keep chopping up. That wasn't a big deal. Um, it was pretty delicious. So, yeah, really liked it. This was, like, very delicious. You said it reminded you of us going to the spa. We did. We,
1: uh, back when you had vacation and, and do things
0: like this, you and I went to a Korean
1: spa here in Atlanta and had some delicious food Yeah, and it did, this dish reminded me kind of of that day and that kind of like Mm. light, healthy vegetables and kind of cool noodles and everything was so hot in there anyways, even though it was not hot outside, but it was that kind of like cooling Healthy, easy on your system food, which was nice.
0: Yeah, this was a five out of five for me. I think I'm def- I'm going to make that dressing again. It was super delicious, and I just love the idea of like a nice, healthy vegetable lunch.
1: Yeah, I um I'm also like five out of five for this. I will tell you, my kids and Ryan were a little bit underwhelmed because they don't appreciate a cold noodle and vegetable <laughs> as much as I did. They were not huh. getting Korean spa food vibes out of it. They were just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Like
0: vegetables uh, and noodles. Okay. Vegetables
1: and noodles. Um, so I think, you know, like we always say, it, it your experience will be, everyone's experience is different. Right. It's your dinner. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Last recipe of the day is bib chicken and cherry salad with creamy horseradish dressing by Anna Stockwell on Epicurious.
0: Yeah, I just had to include a recipe that started with a rotisserie chicken. I mean, it just is one of those things when you do not want to turn on the oven for any reason, heat or just being exhausted, you know, that chicken just comes in handy. And also cherries are some of my favorite fruit this time of year. Perfect. Perfect combo. So for this recipe, you shred two and a half cups of chicken, pit two cups of cherries, Thinly slice some radishes and finely chop some chives. Add that all to a bowl with a large head of butter lettuce that you've kind of torn apart. Meanwhile, you toast half a cup of panko breadcrumbs in a little olive oil, salt, and cayenne pepper. When those breadcrumbs are nicely browned, you add half of them to the bowl of veggies. Then you make a really quick dressing with prepared horseradish, mayonnaise, salt, and pepper. Oh, and lime, a little bit of lime juice. Pour that dressing over the salad and toss gently. You plate it with a little extra chives and breadcrumbs on the top. Ugh. Betsy, how did you like this? So we all, I texted you a picture. I mean, this was gone in like 20
1: minutes. Everyone just attacked. It looked, this. It looked like wild dogs that got in the salad bowl. That's crazy. I mean, it was wow. Just, yeah, it really went fast in my house. And I, everyone was very hungry, mm. but they were just like shoveling this in. So um, a few things. I was a little irritated that I had turned my stove on to make the breadcrumbs, to be honest. But I wouldn't skip the step because I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. the extra toasty breadcrumbs with a little cayenne and the olive oil in there. Yeah. I thought it was a nice crunch and it was just like a nice little topper. I did sort of the same thing with the... Um, as I did with the the noodle salad with this one, I tossed the chicken, the cherries, all of that kind of stuff in one bowl and kept the dressing separate Mm -hmm. and the extra breadcrumbs separate Uh, because I didn't know. My breadcrumbs ended up not being very spicy. I didn't think it was. Sure. You just never know. But you just never know. So, I mean, who knows? I did put the breadcrumbs that were required into like the chicken cherry Got it situation but then everyone put their own took a bowl of it mixed their own mayo in and then sprinkled as much extra breadcrumbs and chives or whatever they wanted. okay so we kind of i wasn't sure what's the, the difference of it yeah you know sometimes you just don't know which kid is going to decide they don't like mayo that day or something so right um i thought you described this to me as like a really delicious riff on a chicken salad and it mm. I mean, that's exactly how I would describe it. I used romaine lettuce, uh, just chopped up, because that's what I had. I think butter butter lettuce would be delicious. I mean, it was good. I would definitely, again, not like we're having people over, but this would be a, I would love to serve this for a lunch or bring it to a potluck or like,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I guess mayo-based isn't great for like dishes to share, but I would definitely serve this at a luncheon or have friends over. Or having neighbors over, it would just be lovely. And it was also a nice treat by myself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I thought this was so summary. I think a couple things that you and I both talked about is that the the lime juice in the dressing didn't super come through for me. And so I feel like if you have lemon juice, awesome. A little bit of red wine vinegar, probably going to be fine. So like the lime piece I thought was like, meh. Horseradish ended up being very mild, which was nice. Mm Mm-hmm. It might depend on the horseradish you get, but I didn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like eating like that, like mayonnaise horseradish dressing kind of situation where you're like, woo, but instead just added some flavor. Um, And I thought, yeah, I mean, the breadcrumbs are, I agree, worth the five minutes it takes to toast them. And I thought the cherries were so delicious. This was a hit in our house as well you know, this is one of those recipes too, Betsy. Like, I don't know, like when I make a salad for myself for lunch or dinner or something, it's just like me pulling stuff out of the fridge Mm -hmm. and being like, all right, this is a salad because it's vegetables and some random pork chop that I had left over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I've like covered in my light cucumber ranch salad dressing (laughs) is fine. But then Uh I'm like, oh, you have a salad recipe. You're like, oh, this is super delicious. This is <laughs> actually very good. Yes. Yeah. So so for me, I was like, oh, yes, it is nice to use a salad recipe. If you're a person who's like, why are they so- showcasing salad recipes? Because they legit taste better than whatever you... F- Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you're making fantastic salads, if then good for you. Um, but I love this. This is a five out of five. Also, you and I said this reminded of us of a post-swimming salad that we would have with our mom in Wisconsin in the summer. And so it just reminded us of some happy memories, too.
1: Yeah, it was nice. I had mine with a big glass of black sun tea, which nice. was delicious and it hit all the right summer notes. So mm-hmm. yes, five out of five for me too. I love this and we will make this again. And obviously my whole family just went nice. crazy for it. So it was good.
0: Yeah. Okay, Katie, what is your winner on the week? I love the salad dressing and the cold noodles and vegetable plate. I just, I loved it so much. I was so happy for that. So that was my winner for the week. How about you? Mine is the uh, cherry chicken salad. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. If any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and our grocery list at dittersisters.com. You'll find links to all the recipes there, any tips or techniques we talked about. And there's always a little pop-up if it's the first time you've been there and you can subscribe to our newsletter. Plus, don't forget, if you want to chat with us more, we are on Facebook all the time. We have a Dinner Sisters Facebook group. If you search for Dinner Sisters podcast, you'll find us.
1: Okay, Kate, this week on the Smarties Board, we are going to talk about a fun new project that kind of um, sprouted up from our listener group over on Facebook.
0: It was not our idea, but we are mm-hmm. really excited about it. Betsy, it's been so fun watching everyone put their favorite blogs up on our Facebook group. And if you're not a person who's joined our Facebook group yet, this is a good reminder to do that because we do awesome, fun things over there. In any case, we have been crunching the numbers. And by that, I mean counting the likes and comments and things (laughs) And the winner of our first listener cook along is Budget Bites. And so we will all be cooking along to any recipe that you find there. And what we're going to do is just have you guys cook a recipe from there. Tell us what you think. What went well? What was maybe a challenge? What are some tips and tricks you have for any of those recipes? Betsy and I are going to take all of your comments. And if you're, you know, so inclined, maybe a voice memo memo or two. And we'll turn them into an episode at the end of the month. So come cook along with us to Budget Bites. You don't have to belong to the Facebook group. You're more than welcome to do this if you're not joining us, but we'd love to have you if you'd like to join the discussion. And you can always send a voice memo to dinner sisters podcast at gmail.com once you cook and let us know how it goes. I
1: loved how when Caroline sent us that voice memo a few episodes mm-hmm. ago she had cooked several recipes from one blog and that kind of inspired us and um gave us an idea of how to do this like listener cook along or all of us cooking together because it gives us all a little bit of, of flexibility we can be cooking from the same site but not necessarily the same recipes which just gets super
0: complicated yes. <laughs> so <laughs> and it's we great many iterations of this and finally we're like this is the way to do it
1: uh, uh-huh. and, and it's really fun because, you know, everyone's going to discover different things on this website and it will just be, and I think Budget Bites is a really great resource that we've used a fair amount, but I've not ever done a real deep dive into it. And I think it'll be useful going into the fall also oh, as we sure. start looking ahead. This could be a really good site to get familiar with. So Kate, you are going to share some more on the Facebook group and also we'll keep people, uh, kind of up on how it's going and when to turn in comments and
0: all that through the, the newsletter. Right. Yeah. So we're going to, I just sent out the newsletter, um, on Monday and we'll put all specific, the specifics in there for, you know, where to send the voice memo reminder that it's budget bites, all those details and let you know how to do it with us. Great.
1: And I'm going to put together an episode, I guess it looks like it'll be July 31st. That's the last, Friday of the month. So that will be the bonus listener cook-along episode it will be the last Friday of the month every month. And hopefully this will work. And we'll get to explore one new blog together each month. So looking forward to that. Me too. Okay. Coming up next week, we have a virtual vacation to uh,
0: Jamaica. <sighs> Since many of us are not flying right now anywhere really, we thought we'd travel virtually and go to Jamaica. And I have found so many interesting new to me blogs that gave us some fantastic recipes from folks either in Jamaica or um, are from there and living somewhere else, living you know in the U.S. or other places. So I'm very excited to explore this little slice of Jamaica and share it with y'all. All right. So
1: that's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you.
0: Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes and other fun stuff and the cook along. If you have some dinner ideas, you can always send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. And as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review, subscribe, maybe tell a friend. That's how people get to know us. Thanks and happy eating. Dinner Sisters is a part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find
1: more podcasts to enjoy at frolic.media backslash podcasts. We are going to highlight a few Frolic Media podcasts, Kate. Yeah. And we're excited to share these trailers with you. So take a listen to Tea and Strumpets. Hi, I'm Zoe. And I'm Kelsey. And we're the hosts of Tea and Strumpets, a Regency Romance Review. Join us each week as we take a trip across the pond and into the past in search of swoon-worthy happily-ever-afters. We talk about all your Regency favorites like Julia Quinn's
0: Bridgertons or Lisa Kleypas's Ravenels. Plus, we dive deep into exciting new releases from rising stars like Scarlett Peckham, Cat Sebastian, or Evie Dunmore.
1: We've got book reviews and fabulous interviews with best-selling authors in the genre like Kerrigan Byrne and Maya Rodale. So check us out on your podcatcher of choice or learn more about us at romancepod.com. See you on Thursdays and may all your ever afters end happily.